Hey, it's Seeking Plum. I hardly know where to begin. It started with reading an article I ran across on Twitter, and then I went very, very deep down a rabbit hole. I've climbed out a few times and ended up back down a different hole, and my head is spinning with questions, and the more I dig to learn more information, the more questions I have, the faster my head spins, and I don't know, I don't know that I've learned much of anything. Maybe I have? Okay. What started it all? It's an article entitled, Physicists Demonstrate How to Reverse the Arrow of Time on the MIT Technology Review. I'm going to include a link to this in the show notes. Like I said, this was a jumping off point, so I don't want to get too much into the details. But to sort of sum up, at the microscopic level, the laws of physics, they work well whether time is running forward or backwards. But on the macroscopic level, processes have a preferred direction, and that direction is called the arrow of time. They've done research using quantum entanglement, which has shown them that this microscopic concept can now or does apply to the macro scale with huge numbers of molecules, as in they can make time run forwards or backwards. Yeah, that means there's a lot of implications and a lot of interesting things to come and a lot of questions. For example, uh, scrambling of eggs. With the arrow of time, we know you cannot unscramble them, but they seem to imply that they might be able to reverse that process. That That is crazy to me. Okay, but that is a whole topic on its own. I needed to know more about quantum entanglement because I didn't know much about it. I'm not saying I know much more now, but ugh, not to get into the nitty-gritty of it, Let's just pretend we understand entanglement to be connectedness, or something to that sort. Imagine you have two particles, but instead we're going to use coins to represent them, okay? And you spin these two, let's use quarters. Uh, If one of them falls on its head, the other one guaranteed is going to land on its tails, (laughs) If, if they are entangled. They're not communicating or passing information back and forth. It's almost like they are one entity. The really crazy thing is, is that this can happen over long distances. If I remember correctly, somewhere in my travels today, I read that the longest distance over a fiber optic cable cable was something like 1,028 kilometers, I think which is almost 639 miles. (laughs) That is crazy. These entanglements can happen naturally and not. And typically it happens because there was a collision or an interaction of some kind. Another funky thing, as soon as you measure an aspect of the entanglement, it affects the entanglement. So for instance, if we measure the rate of spin on the one quarter, it's going to change the rate of spin on both of them. And if you measure multiple aspects, you can collapse the entanglement altogether. Which led me to my next question. How do you know something is entangled or was entangled if you have these distances that can be so long, so far, and you, if you measure an aspect, it's going to change it, and you measure it too much, it's going to 
to collapse the entanglement, how do you even know that it was entangled to begin with? From what I've found, you cannot determine that, whether a particle is or was. Okay, so then, remember when I was reading The Accidental Universe by Alan Lightman, and I learned about the multiverse? Well, recently I learned that Neil deGrasse Tyson believes it's possible there might be more than one multiverse. Okay, wrap your head around that. And let me play you a clip where he's talking about that. And I'll be right back. This is from 2013 Isaac Asimov Memorial Debate, The Existence of Nothing. The universe, we have come to learn with hard-earned science research. The universe doesn't make anything in ones, okay? We imagined that Earth was sort of unique among objects, and we found it was just one of a bunch of planets in orbit around a star that was pretty special to us. And then we learned it's just one of 100 billion stars in our galaxy. Well, the galaxy was special up until 1920. So maybe the universe doesn't even come in ones. And if that's the case, the, the multiverse picks this up, and then you have multiple universes. But that leaves me to ask the question, which we will not answer today, if nothing ever comes in ones, not even a universe, then would that possibly mean that the multiverse doesn't even come in ones? If you're listening to the podcast, that was Z from Integrity Radio sharing this segment from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Parenthetically, I need to clear a few things up from the previous segment. In retrospect, I don't think that article was implying that eggs can be unscrambled. And I also don't think that they can control time. I think that they can control thermodynamics from heat moving to cold and have it reverse. And that is slightly different, but it still has implications for time. Anyway, if you are curious and want more information, I highly recommend that you check out that article yourself and you can uh, learn more about it there. Okay, back to the multiple multiverses. You know, this is helping because (laughs) some of these thoughts are coalescing for me and beginning to make sense. And some of my questions now are coming out to be kind of stupid. But here we go. I will still tell you a little bit about it. So at first, I read that these entanglements could happen over long distances, but that distance was never defined what long or far meant. I didn't know if that meant from here to the moon or from here to the other side of the universe or here to a couple of meters away. And it's all relative, right? When, it, when you're talking about particles. But then they started talking about groups of molecules. So... Still, I have a question, you know, how far was that? And then I learned, okay, the 1,028 kilometers, 639 roughly miles, but are we, are we missing something? Is the fiber, if, it, if I remembered correctly, and it's a fiber optic cable that this traveled across, could it happen without the cable? Because I listened to something else today that said something about this entanglement happening on one side of the universe or the other side of the universe. Okay, if that's possible, then I was thinking about the Big Bang Theory and all of these collisions and interactions that happened at that time. Theoretically, there could be these far-reaching entanglements, right? At one point, I even wondered, could that mean that we 
could be entangled with another version of ourselves, either in this multiverse or in another multiverse. But I'm guessing that maybe that's not possible. In part because it sounds like a bunch of sci-fi stuff <laughs> to begin with, but on the other hand, we have been throughout our lives measured in so many different ways. Wouldn't that mean that if there was an entanglement, it would have collapsed? Meaning we are now independent of each other? For a brief time, I even entertained the idea of multiple dimensions until I stopped to remember that dimensions as we know it, uh, length, width, height, you know, time, uh, they're not what we typically think of with dimensions uh, when, when considering something like this. So I threw out dimensions altogether. So I know this has been all over the place, but I have a bunch of questions, some of which I know can't even be answered at this point. For instance, how do we know that a particle is or was ever entangled? If quantum entanglement has led them to reverse the thermodynamic arrow of time, will we at some point be able to slow down, stop, reverse entropy? Maybe not reverse it. I can't imagine Benjamin Buttons, uh, us becoming Benjamin or, or Benjamina Buttons running around. And if some of that is the beginning or if it's all tied together, will we be able to reverse time at some point in time? And just for the fun of it, I attempted to wrap my head around what entanglement would look like with me and another version of me somewhere else, and I'm not quite sure I can imagine that. When one of us jumps, the other one trips over her feet. When one thought inspires something with me, it inspires something different in her and vice versa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that whole idea is uh, made for science fiction. <laughs> I don't think it's based in any kind of reality, but it's fun to ponder at least. I wandered all over the place with my curiosity today, so I'm not sure even how coherent any of this is, but it's some of the questions and some of the thought processes that I was going through. I will attempt to include as many resources as I looked through in the show notes. Thanks for listening.